Welcome to Marta the Minimalist, a podcast for entrepreneurs like you, looking to minimalize your life, business, and mindset with your host, CEO, speaker, and best-selling author, Marta Saray Greca. Live, recording the newest episode of Marta the Minimalist podcast exclusively for you, getting a sneak peek in Marta the Minimalist and uh, the Facebook community that you're in right now. So kudos to you for catching catching the sneak peek by being in here and getting these exclusive tips from amazing experts like Paula, who is going to share so much that you're going to want to definitely lean in, listen in. Um, and we're going to tell you all about, all about, all about, I'm telling you, I have it in my notes right here, you guys, I promise. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all about um, how to use your voice to make your dreams come true. And she's going to have something super special for you at the end here. So just stick around. If you're watching live, let us hear you in the comments. If you're watching this on replay and you're on a platform that you can comment, let us hear that you're here on the replay. We want to hear from you. We want to engage with you. That's the whole point here is connection. And if you've got some questions for Paula that are popping in your brain as she's speaking, by all means, put them in there in the comments as you're watching, because she's going to be tagged on every platform. This will be shared and she'll, she'll get a notification that you, you want to know more. So without further ado, Paula, can you tell them more about you and why should they listen to you? Oh, why should you listen to me? Um, because more women should be speaking up, playing big and being heard. That's the, that's it right there. Um, but also because I don't think that most women in particular understand that it's not the leads. It's not the sales. It's the power of their voice and the boldness in their leadership that actually helps them scale their impact and their income in their business. So what's your story? Like, what's your big aha moment that taught you that this is something that's really vital to business uh, ownership? So I spent 20 years in corporate America. I went to college to get a good job and make a lot of money. That's what I did. That's what everybody was supposed to do back then. Right. And, right. and I did it and I just kept climbing. I had the best job as in a nonprofit as an event planner and I loved it but I wasn't making any money. So I kept reaching for that next job. And I didn't realize it at the time, but the more money I made, the more I reached that goal, the less myself I became. Because I was trying to fit myself into a corporate Fortune 500 company mentality. And I was chasing not just the money, but the title. And what wound up happening was I would be the person that would walk into the conference room and sit on the side. I wouldn't pull the seat up to the table because I didn't think I deserved to be there. I had to earn it. And that was the mentality. It was very um, patriarchal. Um, there were not a lot of diversity. And, and I didn't get the opportunity to speak up. So um, I was about 40 years old and I was a corporate leader. I was one of five um, there were only five managers locally and I was the only female. There were five females and one was my employee. And I kept noticing that we were really kicking butt. We were doing really great things, but because we didn't have the years in, we weren't being recognized. And because we, you know, we hadn't been there for 25 years 
that people didn't really want to hear what we had to say. They thought we were new and we needed to have more experience or we needed to have more technical clout, more skills on our resume, more certifications, which is exactly what I tell people they don't need when they're going into entrepreneurship. And um, the harder I worked, the more pats on the back I got. But I was sitting in a meeting and someone else was given a role who should not have received that role. It was something I had worked really hard for. And um, it didn't, it, it wasn't anything. It was just a leadership role that didn't even warrant any additional income. It was just something that I felt I had earned. And I spoke up in that meeting and I'm a highly sensitive person. And most people wouldn't guess that about me. And I got upset. I got upset during, during the meeting. I was trying to like hold back the tears because I wanted to be tough and I wanted to be strong. But it was really in that moment that I realized the inequities that were happening in that job and not just there, but in the places that I had been when I started to reflect. And I started to see the number of women that were coming to me instead of to their own managers because they felt more comfortable being able to have those conversations with me and really being afraid to speak up and, re and be the, quote, whistleblower um, when things were happening that they, they didn't feel like should be happening. And so and that was really the pivotal moment for me. And it didn't take me very long to quit that job and start doing this and I will never go back. I've been doing this for 15, 16 months now and, um, and I've changed so many lives as a result and helped people really find their way. I, that's, I mean, that's one story of so many that I could share with you, Marta. Yeah. And I know that it rings true for so many people. And I do want to hear again, if you are on a platform that you can comment, if you're watching this on, on, on the podcast platforms, you may not be able to, but perhaps you could share those responses in the links that we'll share in the show notes. But if you're watching this on a platform that you can comment, has this been a similar experience for you? Did you come from the corporate world and how was that for you? I hear so many women share the stories that Paul is sharing here. I actually had a, a different corporate experience myself where I had, actually I've only had one corporate job and it happened to be my dream job, what I went to school for. And the environment was so phenomenally positive. We were such an uplifted team. The CEO is phenomenal. He hires me now for uh, for speaking engagements for to serve their clients. And they're just so generous and loving and um Yet in that situation, I still felt a call from God to, to follow my purpose as an entrepreneur. I couldn't help it. And sometimes it's like, you might have, I had a client myself who had a corporate job and, and it was, it was fine. It, you know, she had a leadership role. She was paid generously. And because of that, she felt so guilty leaving because she felt I've been so blessed with this opportunity with this nice salary. How can I be so ungrateful and just walk away from it? It's so irresponsible when so many others out there are losing jobs. This was during COVID. And so I'm here to invite you and Paula would agree that regardless of whether it's a toxic situation or a positive one, if it doesn't feel like it's where you're meant to be at that moment for whatever reason, don't feel bad, move on, right? Yeah, and I just wanna add because I sometimes I think people go, well, she must have had this amazing, you know, um, she must have had this amazing opportunity where she was, you know, had a, a giant savings account or something like that. Mm -hmm. But the reality is I was the breadwinner in my family mm -hmm. by far. I, you know, still am. I have four children that range in age from 
five to 16. I have a special needs kiddo. I held the benefits. Um, my husband didn't have the opportunity for that. And so, and I still hold the benefits, right? So this wasn't an easy decision for me, but it was a, it was the only decision for me when I started to realize how misaligned I was in that environment. Mm-hmm. For sure. And would you say, so how, how can you use your voice to, to speak into your power and to attract the success that you're looking to, to succeed? If you were to say, and, and we were starting the conversation of, what would be like the, the number three things that you would say to a woman who's like, I can't use my voice because the people that I work for currently are going to see it and they're going to fire me, or I can't use my voice because my family is going to have a reaction to it, or I can't use my voice. Am I on the right track with the objections that the monkey break comes up with for your typical clients? Or what would you have to say yeah. about that? Yeah. I think when you're first starting in your business, you, you automatically assume your close friends and your family are going to support you. And the reality is they haven't done the work that you have. So many of us have dug deeper into personal development and what we want, what we don't want, and, and honestly, money mindset as well. And when we're asking other people to support something that, that feels really scary to them, what we're actually going to come up with is a lot of resistance. And so my recommendation is always to surround yourself with people that have the same vision or a similar vision as you do, because you are going to come up against people that genuinely do care about you, but are going to only perpetuate the fear that you have in your mind. Yeah. And I definitely had that experience where my closest friends were like, what are you doing? This is weird. Stop posting on Facebook. And my <laughs> friends talking uh, crap, and at least they were honest into my face. And I was able to say, thank you for sharing your honest opinion. I still adore you and love you. Uh, but this is what I'm doing. And I had other people saying things behind my back. You know, she's so full of shit. You know, I know this isn't, she's so full of it. I'm, I'm sure that must not be what's actually happening. And I'm sure it's a shit show behind the scenes. And what's so funny is that those people are now seeing the proof in the pudding and reaching out to me for opportunities. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to hold my boundaries and I'm going to be open where is necessary. Have you had a similar experience yourself? Yeah, I, I don't know that I've been aware of what other people have said. I think I do make up a lot of stories or did initially make up a lot of stories. But as your voice honestly evolves, you get feel much safer posting things on social media that you wouldn't have before. I, I never used my social media as a business tool. I created my Facebook community specifically so I could hide <laughs> so that I didn't have to post all of that stuff on my personal profile. That's where all the old high school people that I wasn't even in touch with anymore were, or my family and people were sharing pictures of their kids. And that's not where people did business. That was just where people that were in direct sales did business. And that was annoying. So I didn't want to be that person. But what I did find and what I have found is as you are evolving, you move further away from those friendships that you had. And it's okay to let them go to make space for other things. I've never troubled myself with what other people are thinking about me because I did that for way too many years in my life. And it did me no good. It didn't serve me at all. And so I did a lot of work and encourage people that I work with and come in contact with to do the same thing, to just think it's none of your business what they say. Just continue to be as much of yourself 
and to, and to learn more about who you are becoming. Just really shed that and know that more amazing people are coming into your space. They may not be going where you're going and that's okay. Just bless and release basically. Yeah. Awesome. And so I would say that's like a number one tip about sharing your voice is what was, what would be the next thing that you would have to say to a woman who's maybe your ideal client and um, she's stifling herself? Mm -hmm. I think women tend to not know who they are beyond the hats that they wear because as women, we're, we're typically caregivers, right? So we're either taking care of our own children, we're taking care of our homes in some way. We're the ones that for, for most, you know, in most cases are just really trying to make sure that everything's settled. We're making the doctor's appointments. We're making sure the lunches are made as moms. And, um, and I think we tend to show up that way in other environments and we lose a little bit of ourselves. So I encourage people to think in this way, if you were to show up at a party and every person that you knew was there. So the people that you meet at the grocery store, the people at your office or that you work with on your team, um, your friends, your family, who would you be? Because you're a little bit different of a person when you show up in each one of those environments, but you have to choose the right one. And who are you? Really, who are you? And I think for a lot of women, that question really kind of flabbergasts them because they've never thought about it that way. We just, we're like chameleons and we mold to the situation we need to be in. So think beyond the hats that you wear. Who are you? Just be able to describe yourself in at least five words that don't involve how you care for other people but more relate to who you are as a person. Right. So I think a lot of people's first reaction would be, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter, I'm a wife. And those in three roles, you're typically taking care of the others in your life. So I think that's an excellent question. Um, can you share with me, and perhaps this will be like number three, uh, can you share with me an experience of a client who came to you in need of your services and where they were, they went through your, what you have to offer and what were the results? Mm. So I have some really great ones. <laughs> I have um, a client actually that came to me and she's in direct sales. She was in direct sales for a while. And her ultimate goal was to get out of her teaching job that she had for 20 years. She could never quite make the money that she needed to make. And it felt like an awful lot of work. It wasn't what was sold to her. And yet she knew that when she left, that she really wanted to still tutor kids. She loved this idea of helping and serving and creating future leaders, but she didn't like the bureaucracy and the politics around teaching in the school. And so we worked together and she created this beautiful tutoring business, which has now become an, a full-blown agency in, since February. And she left her job in May, quit her job, never imagined she would do that, um, and announced yesterday that in the month of September, she had made over double what she had ever made in her 20 years of being a teacher. And yet she's still doing what she loves and is spending a quarter of the time doing it. And just to see her really be able to live her life and show up the way that she's always wanted to um, is just so powerful. I mean, and that's just one way. These women are doing things that they never thought 
were possible for them. They thought it was far beyond their time frame that they were too old. These are all women that are over the age of 40. These women are just, they're doing really powerful things. And before they were just super quiet because they thought this was the only way. This was the way that they were taught. And there was a lot of deconditioning to be done from that old work mentality. Yeah, I love that story. And I'm sure she's thriving more and more and more and that there's many more stories where that came from. Can you tell me who's your ideal client? What's she going through right now? Mm. So I have, I, you know, my ideal client is at a couple of different levels. Um, I work primarily with really um, high caliber inspired women that want to make a difference. Many of them have been either in leadership positions before. And I think a teacher is definitely a leader. They're leading a whole classroom and a whole culture, but they don't recognize that they've done it. Um, and a lot of women that have been in nonprofit. So breaking them of this likability, breaking them of the, I have to overgive instead of um, having people pay for the services that I have because they're, they're gaining clients. They're doing amazing things. They want to make an impact in the world, but they're giving everything away. And so these people, these women um, are really playing small in so many ways. And some of that also has to do with many, many years, decades of working in an environment where their voice didn't matter and they still think it doesn't matter. So it's breaking free and helping them really embrace their authentic leadership at every evolution of their voice. I love that. So if this sounds like you and you're listening, I promised you Paula had something for you. So she's going to tell you all about it, what's happening. It's already been selling. I mean, it's already been incredibly filling spots and she's not even talked about it publicly. She hasn't even promoted it, but it's such a hot item that she's going to share it with you exclusively in here. So tell them all about it. Oh my gosh. So I'm, I've had a lot of women come to me at the end of this year and, you know, you hear the statistic about, you know, 27 to 29% of, you know, businesses um, are, you know, are going to make it by the end of their first year and, and the rest just fall by the wayside. And I just want women to be able to look forward through the end of this year and see that they still have plenty of time and not look back with a lot of regret. So I created this six week program that's called Confidence and Cashflow Catalyst. And this is really an opportunity for ambitious, authentic leaders to experience some super massive growth in a short amount of time and create some momentum in their business through the end of the year and going into 2022. So this is not a lot of tech. This is super simple. It's exactly what I did last year when I was in this place and I was only making $2,000 a month and I bumped that well over the five figure mark um, in my first couple of months of business. So I want to show people how possible it is to end their year strong and to create a lot of cash flow and excitement going into the holidays. I love that. And speaking of going into the holidays, I am so happy that you guys are here in this Facebook community because we have the most amazing thing coming up. And if you've been in this community for a couple of years, you might know what I'm talking about. Every year, starting in about mid-October, the exact date will be released by my team. I love it when they're more on top of it and I don't remember dates because they're, they're planning it all, is 
we're going to play the minimalist game again. What does that mean? That if you're in this community, you're going to get the first dibs and invite into the pop-up community where we're going to have a minimalist game. And every day you're going to get to release things that don't serve you. I love to do it every year. It's loads of fun. It's just one of those things that I do not for marketing purposes, but because it just lights me up. And it does create connections for the future. So hope Paula will play with us. And I hope that you who are listening and watching will get to play with us too. I'm telling you, it's the most fun of the year. And then when the holidays come and you get those plethora of generosity of presents for Paula, you have four kids. I have six. And so there's, and I have a very generous big family. And I love to, even as a minimalist, allow that energy in. We just clear out house. We essentially get rid of everything to make room for the abundance. And it is a it, it is an energetic metaphor for what can happen in your life when you declutter the things that don't serve you so you can allow more of what you do want. So stay tuned about that. Thanks, Paula. We're going to be sharing the links of where you can find her in the description of this after if you're watching the replay and Whatever platform you're watching on, you can find Paula because she will be tagged. She will be linked. And if you want more of her, you know where you can find her. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for watching. Bye.